The Gaming Grunts present Realm of Shadows, a Call of Cthulhu campaign by Pagan Publishing. Alright, Realm of Shadows episode 6. Last episode, Dr. Derleth and Vin and Violet were discussing what to do about Dr. Quigley um, and decided to murder him. <laughs> he invited him for a ride. Um, well, you know, it was, yeah. <laughs> You're in airline mode, yes. Okay. Um, some business I forgot to do while we were in the combat, so Dr. Durlevin needs you to make a sand roll. You won't go insane because you didn't, but I'm going to make you make a roll. Okay. D2, D2. what is your sanity? Um, my sanity is 45. 45. Okay, roll a D4. Normally it would be a D6, but a 5 and 6 would be bad. Okay, one sanity. Okay. okay. Just lose one? one that's, that's one sanity for seeing Dr. Quigley transform. Oh, uh, yes. okay. So go ahead and mark the, mark the sound loss. <clears throat> now I need you to make another sound roll on seeing your poor friend Vin um, <laughs> killed. Killed, killed in front of your eyes. Odd nine, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> I don't care if that much. You didn't care. You freaked out about Dr. Quigley. Oh, Vin, well, I've seen him die all the time. <laughs> um, okay, so it is the morning of Tuesday, April 23rd. And. So, you, uh, Dr. Durleth and Violet, uh, Violet, Violet, yes, are wa- wandering back into Green, walking back into Greenfield after having disposed of the blood-stained and bullet-ridden, riddled uh, car. Um, minus, minus, Vin, <laughs> minus Vin as well. So, Dr. Durleth, you're back, I guess, at the hotel since Bud and uh, Brienne were not uh, available. Perhaps they were. Um, perhaps call, had some other business to attend to. I, I've got some bad news. Can I have a drink? <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> Our dear friend, Vin Rossi, no, yeah, 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 that's right, was killed by a creature last night that was taking the shape of Dr. Quigley. He'd never seen such a vile creature before. Let me have a little sandwich, too. (laughs) So what in the world happened? Well, we, we, we were pretty sure that he was a creature. He was a ghoul. That's what the wife said. And we decided that we should dispatch him before he would take out his revenge on humanity. And he turned into a ghoul right in front of our eyes. I I should have another drink. (laughs) So, as we were preparing to dispatch him, he turned into this ghoul with long claws, and while he was fighting Vin, Vin succumbed to the poison or the slashing. It was awful. Simply awful. Yeah, and Violet didn't exactly help either. <laughs> she tried. She tried. Look, is this your aorta? Oops. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's she's, she's not a doctor. She's, she's gone up to her room. She's she's clearly been affected. 
Um, so Ethan, because you guys didn't actually call until, you know, like you kind of had agreed mm-hmm. to, so um, he's still with Catherine and Anne. They have not heard about this yet. Right. Um, uh, Should we tell them? Well, so well, so the, the plan was for Ethan to event to return Catherine and Anne back over to the police mm-hmm. uh, after getting a signal that Dr. Grigley had been taken care of. That signal never came until Dr. Gerwick just walked in. And so we can <clears throat> we can call Ethan, right? Yeah, yeah, you can call his room and tell him that it's okay mm-hmm. to return Catherine and Anne. So if you want, he will he will do that. Rest assured, let's tell Ethan, rest assured, she's safe from Dr. Quigley. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Yeah, Ethan, Ethan understands the, the meaning behind the wink, wink. Um, okay, so Ethan will return uh, Catherine and Anne to the police. Um, is there anything you want to do now, or do you want to just mm. let, let events happen for a day or so? Um, what do you think? Should we go back to the house to see if there are any more clues? Uh, we've gotten all the clues. We went downstairs in the basement. Um, I don't think there'd be any more information at the house, right? And you have that book. You have the two books. I think what we're looking for now is like the graveyard they're talking about in the books, right? So we don't really need to go to the house. Okay. Let me take a shower first. Okay. <laughs> okay. By the afternoon, Catherine and Anne will be released uh, on their own recognizance. Um, they will have tried to call Dr. Quigley at his home and his office. He, the police don't think uh, will not officially co- uh, will not officially report him or list him as missing just yet. But they do find it odd. That he is not that he seems to have disappeared. Will they? Um, will they mount an investigation if she doesn't press? Uh, Ethan thinks that if she, if officially no, unofficially they might, unless there is an excuse or a reason or some something obvious. But they're I mean they're not in the job of trying to figure this out. Right. That's not what they're paid for. Well, I'm, I'm. Are you telling Are you telling Catherine and Anne anything about? I mean, because when she gets home, mm-hmm. she will obviously she'll know that he's not there. Mm-hmm. Or what do you plan to tell her? That he's not coming back. But I'm afraid that he might have cultists or other people, and so I'm worried for her. Uh, cultists. Okay. Uh, people that are associated with the ghoul or the doctor that might... I don't know if he's acting by himself. Okay. Um, so should I... Catherine's saying this. Should I just leave? Or should I... Is it safe to stay in the house? Well, I think you should go some, to some other place and not stay here. Uh, Alright. She's says, yeah, there's nothing left for me here. So, okay. Where do you plan on going? I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't mind, that is. I'd rather not tell you. Well, if we need to get in touch with you again, 
is there some way that we could get a message to you? Um, well, I would, I would, we could set up a, a blind drop. I hear these investigators talking about things where you could check every so often and... Well, uh, well, the obvious thing is general delivery. The question is just which city. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's unclear whether she wants to go to a big city like New York, which would be a good place to be anonymous in, or a smaller city... By the uncle's house? No, 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 not that small. Um, or you could put an advertisement in, a, a classified ad in the Sunday New York Times. How about that? Okay. With a code word. And we should check every month. Yes, that's fine. Okay. So, all right. Um, all of you can roll a D8 and get that back for sanity. Add it to your sanity. Because you have disposed of Dr. Fridley. Wow, seven points of sanity. Good. And one. Well, at least, <laughs> get, at least you're back. Eight. And eight. Wow. Okay, so the two that were not murdered, didn't take part in the murder, get the most sanity. That makes sense, I guess. Yes. You also all get an extra D6 sanity because you've basically put... Catherine and Anne in, in a safe place where she four. four for Dr. Derlitz, four. four for Brienne, and one for Bud. So can can my sanity keep going up? Yes, it can. It's not likely to. Yeah. <laughs> it can't go higher than your sanity statistic in the in the box, which right now for most of you is ninety nine. Oh, okay. Actually for all of you it's ninety nine. Um, that number can't can and will go lower, and so your sanity can never go higher than that. Sweet. Quite I will also let you roll your checks. This now. this sand? Yes. I got minus forty five. It actually should be nine. That actually should be ninety nine. Oh, okay. Because you haven't gone insane. Oh, okay. Okay. So for all the skills that you've put a checkbox next to, you want to try to you so for you know pick a skill each time and then right. roll percentile dice and then you want to try to roll higher than your skill. For, for each for each skill that is checked that I asked you to, told you to check. So I got two check marks and forty. Okay, which, so well you only can do it once. Right. Okay, so now I want to try. So to now you want to roll, roll higher than the forty, then you, and then you erase the check, of course. Okay, thirty-one. 31. So okay, so just erase the check. check. You didn't learn anything. Okay. Oh. So, Bud or Brienne, do you have skills that were checked? I think some of you do. do you, for all of them, or yeah, yeah, all the ones that are that have it that that you that you used the skill, and I said make you know put a check next to it. Um. Yeah. Okay. I have uh, I have archaeology and credit rating. Okay. Library use, other language, persuade. Yeah, but did you, you did you use all those? Yeah, the, those are the ones that I checked and like I'm. You you. They weren't. They were successful. Successful. Now. Yeah. Uh, like I have points in. No, no, no. So so there were the ones that I asked you to put a little dot next to. Yeah. When you were building your character. Yeah. But then as you were playing and using the skills, if you use them successfully, I said put a check next to it. Oh. Uh, so do either of you have any of those? I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, remember. I'm pretty sure I used persuade once, but I don't know. Maybe I failed. I don't remember. Okay. Um, all right, that's fine. Uh, okay, so uh, that happens. You must have made something though. I can't believe you didn't make anything. I, I think I did a persuade roll, but I can't remember if I won. Okay, I'll I'll give it to you. 
So go ahead and what did you persuade? A 60. Okay, so try to roll higher than a 60 now. Okay. <laughs> I think I might have used my spot hidden. I think you might have too. Go ahead and roll. Try to roll spot hidden. Higher than your spot hidden. Which is a 50. Yeah. 88. Okay, so then roll a d10. Use these, the one, yeah, d10 and add that to your skill. Three points. Okay, so it is, uh, so, so Catherine will then basically spend the rest of the day, you know, packing and getting ready, you know, mm-hmm. getting all of the disposable income that she can, you know, not necessarily jewels per se, but, you know, anything of value. Um, How about now that we know a little bit more about young Anne, mm-hmm. being that I'm a doctor, yes, uh, could I observe her a little bit more to see, uh, if uh, she actually uh, learn, learn more about her, everyone has assumed that she was uh, uh, Down syndrome. But now that we know, uh, mm-hmm. there could be other uh, what, action. What specifically are you trying to figure I, out? I want to find out if she's got a tad ghoul about her, or you know, are there anything? Are there, is there anything? Otherworldly about her, or is she, or is at a failed attempt, and she's uh, just a human with uh, developmental issues. Are you going to do a? Are you going to ask to do a full medical exam, or just an observation? Observation first. That would give me uh, reason to you know research further. Okay, make a good a good medicine roll. Okay, because you're only observing, not okay. actually examining. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your medicine skill. Uh, medicine's at twenty. <laughs> what a great doctor, doctor you are! Yeah, I know. <laughs> Gotta lay up that booze, doctor. My first aid's at eighty. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, okay. So I mean, she. You know, you 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 knowing what you know now, you think you observe. Yeah, there's you know, yes, the the facial features could be ghoulish. But they could also be, okay, just you know, yeah, a an unfortunate mutation in the human gen- genetic. Uh, okay, so um, okay, that's uh, that's fine. Okay. Um. Okay. So. I think we should keep an eye on on Anne. We should uh, give her an address to, to contact us in case something happens, like with Anne. Uh, should we be using the same? Uh, well, I mean, she can call us anytime, right? So I'll give her my doctor's off my office phone. Okay, sure. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> should we go maybe um, research at the library see if we can figure out what's what the uh, the graveyard? There are only four graveyards, I believe. There are four cemeteries. Four and we're sure that it's in this area? Like, it's local? It's not some, It's not outside of Massachusetts, maybe? It's just because we... Because the one book that's really old that's talking about grave hunting it doesn't have to necessarily be from Massachusetts. Well, but it was... We did find this in this area, and so it might be good to start in the area. And we can find any clues. Yeah. Did they mention a name, like his assistant? 
Yes, there was a name called Meriwether. Meriwether. Yeah. We should look for Meriwether first, see if we can find out who these people are. Okay, who's going to do that? How are you going to do it? We go to the library, right? The library to look up Meriwether? Or look up seven? Uh, we can go to the, the public, we can go to the city hall and look at the public directory. Uh, for, for name Meriwether? Yes. Okay. So Bud is going to the, uh, to the newspaper? No, I'm sorry, to the city hall. City hall, sorry. Brianna's going to the library to, re to do research on what? On um, graveyards and... Okay. Don't you have some archaeology? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Is that useful now, though? Well, I'm just saying that uh, you have probably some background of uh, Indians using the burial ground, maybe, possibly. I should know about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've confirmed that Indians did indeed have a burial ground of some sort on the site, and I hope to conduct a test dig soon. Is that in the second page? Yeah. Well, I have confirmed. June 15th. Okay, so I'm researching graveyards that are unknown Indian burial grounds mm -hmm. in the library. Uh, in the library. Okay. Um, so, Bud, you're going to City Hall to look up uh, Meriwether. You don't find any... Well, yeah, you don't find anybody with the name Meriwether in, uh, as an, uh, living in Greenfield. Um, Brianne, you can go ahead and make a, make a library use roll, please. Okay, my library is 75. Okay. 66. Okay, so put a check next to that 66, indicating that you've made this skill. Okay, so, um, well, okay, so you, you can, as part of your research, you're also looking into just the cemeteries and whatnot. So there are four cemeteries in Greenfield. They are called St. Jude's, Holcroft, H-O-L-C-R-O-F-T, Greenfield, and Northridge. St. Jude's, Holcroft, Greenfield, and Northridge. Um, there are also six funeral homes. And all the funeral homes, like, you know, they, some of those funeral homes may own their own cemetery or own parts of the cemetery. Some of them they may have to, you know, contract out. Uh, let's see, what are they called? There's uh, one called Williams Mortuary. One is called Hammond Funeral Services. The third is called York Funeral Home. Uh, the fourth is called Anders Mortuary. There's Grimes Funeral Home. <coughs> and then there is Beckwith Funeral Home. What was the first one back before Hammond? Williams Mortuary. Williams. <coughs> um, the librarian suggests maybe that if you went to the uh, historic, there, there is a historical society that might know more specifics about the local area rather than the library. What was Dr. Durlitz doing? Well, <clears throat> I, um, I would like to uh, collect the names of the cemetery owners uh, 
and uh, prepare to uh, ask them questions in the future. So I would do a little research to see who owns the four um, cemeteries in town. Um, four cemeteries, let's see. Um, well, ownership. Okay, so St. Jude's. Mm-hmm. Actually, make a library use roll, please. Just to see how fast this, yeah. how quickly this takes. Oh, I did it. Okay, put it in. Make a check. Check it. Yes. Surprise. St. Jude's Cemetery is the oldest one, mm-hmm. and um, there is a St. Jude's Church that is associated strongly with it. Mm-hmm. Catholic Church? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes, Catholic. Uh, Holcroft Cemetery It is is owned by Andrew's Mortuary. Oh, okay. Uh, Greenfield Cemetery is on public land, and uh, all the funeral homes will make use of it occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so it's Greenfield is public, there's no owner? Yes. And what about Northfield? Northridge North Cemetery Ridge. is owned by the Beckwith Funeral Home, and uh, they, use the, they use it themselves. They also contract, uh, contract plots out or sell plots from other two other funeral homes. Okay. Area. Uh, one, two, three. Did I say what? Holcroft? Yes. So Holcroft yep. is yep. Andrews. Okay, I got all four. Okay. Okay. So then the St. Jude's and Holcroft, they, they, don't bury, they don't bury people that didn't go through St. Jude's Church or the Andrews Mortuary? Um, it looks like it, yes, based on what I'm reading here. And I'm thinking if we are uh, using the book, you would, it would appear that uh, St. Jude's and Greenfield would be out of the running as the cemetery in question because vis-a-vis they didn't have an owner. Sounds like oh, and, they, and he mentions the owner. Owner, right? Here. right. So, um, so it's probably Holcroft or Northridge, right? And that would be uh, Anders or uh, Beckwith that we'd want to talk to. This book is also old, right? Did we? Was it? Uh, it was really dirty and missing pages, and it was not written by Doc, Dr. Quigley. But I yeah. don't remember anything about how old it appeared to be. It, I mean, it's in it's in some bad condition. It, it could be. It could actually just be a couple of years old, and it's just been very, very badly treated. Right. And well, we, we we obviously could talk to every owner or caretaker, but uh, we might want to put uh, Anders and Beckwith on the top of the list as the first to contact. Um. What about? Did I find anything about Indian burial grounds? Uh, not specifically. The library, the librarian suggested the Historical Society. Is there any more information about the Historical Society? About the society itself? Yeah. Or at the society? About the society itself. I mean, well, we can go. We can go fast. Yeah, you can just go go and talk to them. Cool. I'm up for a little bit more library use. It's almost tea time. <laughs> and what are you putting in your tea, Doctor? I don't know. No, I'm having a little relapse from the events last night. I might need a little more fortitude. <laughs> but let's let's go to the historical society and see if there's anything interesting that we can turn up. Who's got the lowest luck roll? I think that's me. Uh, I get a luck thirty-five. <laughs> okay, make a luck roll, please. Fifty-nine. Okay. Um, the yes, the, the the sign in the window says that the 
closed for doctors. The, the society is open from nine to five, and but it's five. Oh, it's, five. Well, no, it's actually it's actually not, but there doesn't seem to be anybody present. Okay. Well, just our lucky day. <laughs> Given that it's getting a little late, uh, do we, we want to turn into the night, or well, we can, and we can come back to society tomorrow, or perhaps we can spend some time tonight. No talk to some people at one or more mortuary. I'd, I'd be up. I'd be up for that. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, Brienne could spin a tale of uh, doing some research for Indian burial grounds and looking for any Indian burial grounds with tunnels. Well, I am a professor of archaeology, and this is my sabbatical, so this is my this is what I'm focusing on. My research. Okay. So who are you? Where are you going and who are you going to talk to? Should we go to Anders? Yes. Let's do Anders first. Anders Mortuary. Uh, Okay. So the funeral home is on the grounds of Holcroft Cemetery itself. Uh, It's in the... The the cemetery is uh, on a hill and some of the land around it, the funeral home is at the base of the hill. Okay. Um... So are you, you're all just going to walk? All of you are going? You're all yes, going to yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Right. So this was Beckwith? Anders. 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 Okay. All right, so... All right, here you are. Yes, can I help you? Hi, I'm doing some... My, my name is Brand, Brianne Braver, and I'm a professor of archaeology at the Miskatonic College University. And I'm on sabbatical right now doing some research on Indian burial grounds. I see. And I was wondering if you could just talk to me about the history of your uh, uh, cemetery here. Uh, well, uh, my name is John Anders. Uh, nice place to meet you. Uh, I'm the mortician here. Um, it's been owned by our family since 1902. Um, the funeral home itself was founded by a Mr. Holcroft in uh, 1866. Uh, obviously, the Holcroft the name is the cemetery. When we purchased the business, um, we renamed the funeral home, but not the cemetery. Two-story funeral home, two-story structure, uh, caretaker cottage. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm not as familiar with the history of the area. I mean, we came in here, you know, about 30, 38 years ago. Um, so we were never sure whether there was Indian burial burials done. It's, I suppose, it's likely. But well, I've I have understanding uh, that uh, many of these uh, Indian burials uh, occurred in uh, natural limestone tunnels and outcroppings. Uh, do you uh, ever remember hearing anything about? Uh, any caves or tunnels on your property? Uh, not aware of any, no. Um, surely your professor would know more about the burial practices of Native Americans. Uh, well, you can say Indians. Indians. Well, yes, of course. I We uh, do know a lot about them, and Brianna shared uh, much scintillating stories about uh, the grounds... <laughs> But uh, we were curious if you knew about any of the geological outcroppings of your property, uh, possibly whether uh, you know you've heard of any tunnels or uh, underground cavities that uh, appear on 
in the cemetery. Uh, I don't think any of us have seen any, no. So perhaps that you're not aware of them being tunnels, but have there any, been any problems of graves sinking or tombstones sinking? Uh, not that I can recall, no. And you've been the uh, head of the family uh, since the family took over, or uh, is your father still alive? Uh, yes. Uh, well, yeah. my father has passed away. My mother is still alive. They purchased the business. Uh. Would you be willing to uh, set up an appointment and talk to me more about the history of this uh, particular property? Um, I can ask her. Sweet, let's do it. Should we we go now, or would you like us to come back? Uh, But, well, yes, I need to ask her first. Mary, you could drop uh, the doctor a line uh, and let us know when she might be available. Um, Sure, I can. Your card back in Boston? Well, uh, we do do have an answering service. Uh, Okay. Messages for us. But we're right. we staying at a hotel. Maybe yes. you just give them the number of the hotel room. Okay. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Are you? Yeah. yeah here's here's the number to the hotel room we're staying at. Okay. Well, thank you. It was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Shall we? Clearly suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> she won't let us talk to his mother. Or he won't let us talk to her, his mother. <laughs> well, perhaps. He didn't say no. Uh, what, what time is it? It is late. Oh. Well, late evening. Uh, sorry, late afternoon. It's like it's like five or six now. We could Almost go to one more. for supper, but perhaps we can... Uh, how far away is the Beckwith funeral home? I mean, it's a distance, but not terribly so. Why don't we take a stroll on down there? Sure. I think we should run along the same line of communication that we had with the owner of the next cemetery. Um... I'm wondering if we could let the name Merriweather slip to see if there's a reaction. And uh, now that we've lost our uh, poor friend Vin, um, do any of us have the ability to tell if someone we're talking to is hiding anything anymore? Psychology? But I guess we could persuade them to give us more information. We are a very persuasive group. <laughs> we are a very persuasive group. Well, let's go. Okay. Off to, uh, off to the next one. All right, so Northridge Cemetery is... Um, uh, Owned by the Beckwith Funeral Home. Yes, it is surrounded by a small, you know, a, a fence, but it's just, you know, your tibia and, and you know, your... Your ordinary type of fence to keep like dogs out, mm-hmm. big dogs out. Um, it's a fairly large cemetery. Uh, there are trees scattered through it. There's actually some older sections that uh, you could almost call wooded. Um, there's a care- stone caretaker cottage near the main gate. Uh, oh, let's see. And the funeral home. Uh, uh, late nineteenth, late nineteenth century construction. Wow, three story, three story stone building, uh, and there's a nine foot high fence around this particular funeral home. I think we should talk to the caretaker first. I agree, and then 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Then we can ask him some questions that might give us to the owner or whatever. And we can also compare. We can ask the same questions and see how truthful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we also are kind of curious now if there was a caretaker back at the other. Yes, we should. You're not not the the caretaker's cottage. Um, Give me the dice, please. Um. Oh yes. Uh, hi. Good evening, sir. My name is Brianne Braeburn, and I am a professor of archaeology, and I teach at Miskatonic University. I'm right now on sabbatical, and I'm doing some research on Indian burial grounds. And um, I found this through my research. I found some um, anecdotes of research done by an archaeologist previously uh, with an assistant called Meriwether, and I was just wondering if you maybe know anything about Indian burial grounds, or you can describe the uh, geology of your... Uh, okay, this guy, look, this guy looks like he's 50 years old or so. He's wearing, you know, he, he looks like a caretaker, I mean, you know, coveralls and dirty <clears throat> fingers, dirty hands and whatnot. You're here on what? <laughs> I'm doing some research, and I was wondering if you could just tell me about the geology of your uh, cemetery. Uh, oh, the, the what of the cemetery? Oh, good man. Um, <laughs> do you uh, do you happen to have uh, a tipple? Would you uh, happen to have any spirits around? I'm a bit parched. Uh, yeah, hold on a second. Closes the door. Sounds like there's some shuffling going on. Door opens again, and there's a little tin cup. I can't hold it. Well, how is it? Uh, strong. Make a percent roll and tell me. Make a percentage roll. Let's see you know, what multiplier of con that is. You have a great con, though. Yeah. Ooh, 83. 83. What's your con? 18. 18. Uh, so that's a con times 5. Uh, okay. You. Yeah, it's strong, uh-huh. but, you know, you're kind of... <clears throat> and, and, good man, here's a little mine. I'd always like to share. He slugs it back and has no trouble with it. So, what my friend was trying to say <laughs> was, when you're taking care of this land, do you ever fall in dirty holes or... Notice any gravestones sagging? Uh, I sag a little myself. Do you have any problems with the ground here? No. No. Well, I keep I keep it very clean here. I can see. Very good, my dear friend. Could you point us to the owner of the cemetery? We we have some business that we'd like to. Uh, the owner of the cemetery. Um, the director is in the is in the main uh, funeral home. Points at the funeral home. Why, thank you, sir. What's your name? Kister. Kister. Rowan Kister. Rowan Kister. It's nice to meet you. I'm sure we'll see you again soon. <laughs> Off to the director. Sounds like a good idea. Okay. Um, so you're going to you go to the funeral home? I go to the funeral home. Uh, all right. There is someone at the front desk. Can I help you? Hi. Uh, my name is Brianne Braeburn, and yeah. I'm a professor of archaeology. 
at Miskatonic University, and right now I'm on sabbatical doing some research on Indian burial grounds, and I was just wondering if you or somebody here could give me a little uh, brief history of the cemetery and funeral home property. Uh, a brief history of the cemetery and <laughs> We don't usually get people who wander in and ask that question straight out. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I am an archaeologist. After <clears throat> yes. Cemetery. Information is scattered a little bit here. Um, well, the funeral home was established by uh, Uriah Beckwith back in the 19th century. Uh, you're, you're asking for the history of the funeral home. Well, we also wanted to, uh, we're, we're, we're curious if we could talk to the director. Oh, uh, Director Hadley. Let's see. Make a who's got it? Who's got the best credit rating? Of all? I have a twenty-five. Oh. Mm. Oh, I got sixty-five. Mm. Bud, what's your credit rating? <laughs> so funny. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> Doctor Jarrell, make a credit rating roll, please. Unlucky in love, but lucky in cash. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, let me see. He might be eating dinner right now, but uh, if you wouldn't mind waiting, I will go see if he's available. Not at all. Check the credit rating. <laughs> uh, so he comes back in a few minutes and says, uh, uh, yes, Mr. Uh, Director Hadley is uh, uh, would be willing to speak with you. You are, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. I am the good doctor. But you can uh, call you me uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oswald Durlitz. Dr. Durlitz, of course. Um, so they, let's see. He conducts you into a little waiting, uh, you know, a little uh, room, uh, you know, like a sitting room, interview room. Uh, Director Hadley, or someone, someone who looks like Director Hadley comes in. He is a... Average-sized man. He's fairly good-looking. He appears to be in about 50 years old. Dr. Durlitz, uh, I'm Director Hadley. Director Dr. Hadley. Very it's pleased a, to meet you. It's a pleasure meeting you. Uh, these are my associates. Uh, we, are, uh, we are here in your little town doing some research, and my friend uh, Professor Brianne here is uh, researching some uh, Indian burial grounds, and... Uh, we wanted to compliment you on the uh, state you have here, the beautiful cemetery and uh, funeral oh, home. You. Yes. Uh, we were curious uh, if you could give us a little history of the cemetery and uh, possibly ask a few questions, <coughs> uh, answer a few questions we had. Uh, I can try. The, uh, the, the funeral home was established back in 1875 by uh, Uriah Beckwith. Um, the cemetery itself opened in 1887. Uh, Uriah died in, I believe it was 1893, and uh, his son Joseph uh, uh, inherited the, uh, the business and the land. Uh, I purchased the business and the land in 1920. 
and, and I purchased the land in 1920. Um, and homes. Ah, well, that's wonderful. Is this um, Joseph Beck? With still uh, alive? Uh, yes, he is. Oh. He's an invalid at this point, though. Well, interesting. Uh-huh. Very good. Um, oh, what else were we? We, we uh, had an amusing little conversation with your caretaker, Rowan Kister. Oh, yes, he's a very good fellow, a yes. caretaker. Um, but we're curious if you've uh, ever uh, encountered any underground tunnels or sinking geological areas, uh, something that might indicate that there were Native Americans, uh, excuse me, Indians. Or, or, or any geological abnormalities that may exist on the land. Uh, Limestone caverns. Well, as far as I know, we have not had any uh, geological incidents. Do you uh, know of any tunnels? No, not at all. Do you ever hear any strange wailings at night? Wailings? Strange way. Well, you know, I, 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 I read a lot of ghost stories in the pulp fiction magazines. Oh, ghosts. Uh, no, uh, some several customers believe they can hear ghosts. He's, he's clearly, you know, you know uh, yeah. several, several customers, yeah, disparaging, thank you, that's ah. what I was looking for. Ah. Customers will say, uh, clients will say they have heard their dear departed making noises, but uh, no one on my staff is, or myself has ever heard anything of this sort. Well, that brings up an interesting topic. Have there been any interesting activities on your property? No. Okay. It's a very quiet business, for the most part. Brianne, did you have any questions of archaeological interest? Um, I'm Right now I'm reading a manuscript from... Um, some research that was written down by another archaeologist that was had been also researching Indian burial grounds, but the document is so in such bad shape that I don't have his name. Do you oh. have you ever heard of any uh, other research being conducted in this area? I suppose the odd archaeologist or two has come by, but um, I don't really remember. You know, hasn't been one in quite a while. Could you give uh, give me some more information about these archaeologists? Uh, they come with I. Uh, meaning no disrespect, Professor, but uh, many of them come in with rather outré theories, which uh, f- from which they are quickly disabused. Dis- we uh, we have a couple of names scrawled in the marginalia of these magazines. Uh, you heard any of uh, these names like Molly Cobble? Uh, I'm afraid not. How about Merriweather? Didn't he and Clark go on that expedition? Uh, yes, I don't know. These are just names that we thought we might ask. I'm sorry, I'm afraid. Mooseford? No. No? Hmm. Do you remember the names of the archaeologists that have come? No, the last one was many, many years ago. Okay. And who knows about the others. The other, the other cemeteries and funeral homes might... Uh, have, have had more of their share. Well, thank you. Uh, here's our card. Um, the Boston card. The Boston card. Okay. Yes. Thank you. My only concern is if too many people know where we are staying, some nefarious activity could happen. 
I've been on some of these cases before, and our rooms have been ransacked. And <laughs> so that's why I like to give a distant number. What do you think about this Joseph Beckwith? Being invalid, that means he can't walk. That doesn't mean he can't speak, right? That's, I, I would, I would, I would agree with that. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, maybe we should go back to the hotel tonight. Uh, while I'm, uh, indisposed, I don't mind skulking around these cemeteries. Uh, oh, come on, what could, what could possibly happen <laughs> at night in a cemetery? Well, I agree, we should probably go back to the hotel and, yeah. and talk about what we're going to do right. next. Okay, you're back at the hotel. So, I don't think these two cemeteries are out of the question yet, but it doesn't seem like the owners, directors, are either giving us information, or they have the information. So it could be in someone else's. But do, do, we, do we think that if these are still in place, so to speak, that these activities that we have some clues about may have taken place a long time ago, yet nothing has transpired since then. I, that that is a possibility. A, there have been some strange uh, occurrences as of late, um, especially uh, more recently, uh, which leads me to believe that, uh, that there might have been some suspicious activity within mm-hmm. the last 15 to 20 years mm-hmm. that would current caretakers or owners may be aware of. Mm-hmm. Would you guys agree? Well, I would agree that um, they are uh, reticent to tell us about any activities that might uh, show their uh, business in the poor light. Or maybe they don't know. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think our approach should be um, actually, because I agree, I think the owners may be reluctant to give us some information that might identify uh, is the right word. But, uh, and who knows? They might be part of this. I, I don't have my ghoul meter. Right. <laughs> I, I, think I didn't think that the, the good doctor was a ghoul until he was outed, <laughs> so until he had a bullet in his neck did he uh, show himself. I think tomorrow we should try to do a, a few things. We should talk to the historical society and mm-hmm. see again if, if those people might be around to talk to. I think we should try to follow up with uh, the two other cemeteries. The, the other cemeteries as well as uh, John Andrews' mother and uh, Joseph Beckwith. And Joseph Beckwith. Did we also want to see if there was a caretaker's property on the Anders? Anders. Polcroft. Perhaps a caretaker would be more willing to give us uh, information. I wonder if we could also ask them if we could take a look at the cemetery as well. I mean, I must, I, I could do some inspection on the grounds. Mm-hmm. Well, there, I was just thinking that, and, and during the daytime, uh, these cemeteries are free and open, um, so I suggest we uh, we take a look during the daytime mm-hmm. and we can see the ground Okay, clearly. Well, sounds okay. good, so let's... Doing what? Shall we split up a little bit and... Uh, Sure. Be efficient here during the group. Okay. Okay. I should go <coughs> out in cemeteries and the ground. <coughs> okay. I'm the archaeologist. Okay. Somebody needs to go to the historical society. But would that would that 
the conversation would be would it be beneficial to have you in that conversation? So do you, so then should you guys go uh, follow up with the Mrs. Um, Anders or and uh, Mr. Uh, Beckwith? Yes, I'll take Beckwith. Right. I think uh, I think maybe we should traverse the cemeteries during the day together. So maybe maybe tomorrow we should just focus on the library and and the folks. Now, are you able to get to the historical society on, on your own by walking? Is that yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then I can drive the good doctor. Uh, we certainly don't want him behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and I seem to have misplaced my car. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I will, will drive uh, with the good doctor, and we will take a visit to Mother Anders and John Beckwith. Uh, okay. Um, so, Brienne, you go to the Historical, historical Society. Uh, it is open, and the person is actually there. <coughs> so there is a small museum, which has got most of the first floor of this building. Um, there's some artifacts from the area, you know, none of which are spectacular, but they are of presumably local interest. Um, there's a gift shop. There's, uh, you know, the second floor has uh, a fairly large library. Why don't you make a library use roll or, or an archaeology roll? Well, no, li- first start with the library use roll. Sweet. I'm sorry. <laughs> 20. Okay. Um, so you find a book that's called Links with, don't worry about the title, it's called Links with the Past, The Funerary Habits of the New England Natives. Oh, quite interesting. Here is your booty. Would someone like to read, please? Mm-hmm. Uh, starting with this first paragraph? Uh, yeah, I just start. Yeah, a strong case. A strong case can be made for a site reputed to be in Franklin County, Massachusetts. Owners of the Northridge Cemetery in Greenfield made known in a March 19, 1890 article in the Greenfield Gazette and Courier that their cemetery might be located on the site of an extensive Indian burial ground. They stated they had uncovered Indian artifacts and bone fragments in a portion of the grounds that had never before seen use. Hmm. This story has been corroborated by stories related to me by Indian shamans whose tribes once inhabited the region. What tribe may be responsible for this burial ground is unclear since more than one has lived in this area, but the site is probably largely undisturbed. This pristine condition is not likely to continue indefinitely since the cemetery is constantly expanded. Presumably, the cemetery expansion will disturb or destroy many artifacts. Well, well, I'm not there. (laughs) 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 Uh, It was written by a Philip Russell in 1920. Well, this is very interesting. The basement of the uh, Historical Society also has um, lots and lots of... It's basically a gigantic storeroom, but you find that there's like a box of newspapers... Can I look in the box for this newspaper that sure, it's talked make, about? Make, make a library use roll. Uh, 80. No, 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 Which, that's 08. Oh, 08. Nice. But you made the, uh, made, did you get a check mark for yes. the library check. the previous one? Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't matter. There's no point in putting two check marks. Right? Okay. Okay. Someone else again, please. I'll check. 08. Uh, Indian burial ground in Greenfield. 
Uriah Beckwith, owner of the Beckwith Funeral Home, confirmed today rumors that have circulated in the area for about a week. Mr. Beckwith slated that his diggers recently uncovered old Indian artifacts along with bone fragments. These were uncovered when graves were dug in a new section of the cemetery. Mr. Beckwith has speculated that the cemetery overlaps an old Indian burial ground, one that predates the city of Greenfield. When asked how this might affect his business, Mr. Beckwith said, These objects are of no real value and do not inhibit our business. No one has objected to be being buried where Indians once were, so I anticipate no problems. Quote, unquote. This is the article dated March 11, 1890. Um, so, let's see, who is next? Someone was going to, Bud was taking Dr. Durlis to where? So first, we were, we were first to Andrew's mortuary? Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if we should start there, because I have to go to, uh, the Beckwith. Should we, can we start with Beckwith? If you want. Yeah. Well, I think we're going together, right? Yeah. And we'll start with Anders, and then we'll come back. And oh. For okay. lunch, we'll, we'll. We'll meet up with Brienne and see if she might have uncovered anything. Right, I think that would be actually a great idea. <laughs> Perhaps we would have more to go on when we go see Mr. Beckwith. Well, let's start. We're, we're out, so let's start with Mr. Anders. So were we able to get a, uh, a, 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 a phone number that we could reach Mother Anders at? <laughs> Mother Anders? Uh, no. Well, you were, I mean, you said you were going to wait till, I thought the idea was that they were going, he was going to call. He was going to call us. Yeah. We gave him so, the number at the hotel. Oh, thanks, Rat. Yeah. Oh, Rat's right. Well, maybe you should just go pay a visit and, and talk to the guy again and see if he had a chance to discuss with his dear old mother. I think that was a good idea when you told him to this. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we'd like to go talk to John Anders again and see if, uh, if he was able to speak to his mother. Um. <coughs> yes. Is there? Um. I thought I was. I thought I was going to call you. Yes. We uh, apologize to be so uh, uh, old, or, uh, pushy. Pushy. <laughs> um, uh, but we are. Uh, this is a very uh, expensive stay for us, and we're trying to get uh, uh, perform our research um, as efficiently as possible. So I apologize for any. Um, what I can do, well, perhaps if you want to give a list of questions that you wish to ask her, um, she's in a bit of a fragile state, but what, what did you, was there some specific information that you were looking for? Well, something we about, were, something about the ownership, I believe you were asking about? Well, yeah, we were hoping that, um, that, uh, her, she may have some information about the history of the site, um, and mostly about the geological uh, information she might be able to provide with that historical perspective. Um, I mean, my mother is was really mo- more maintaining the business side of things. Uh, she was not really out in the grounds or anything like that. We tend to find that, um, uh, <laughs> at least in my experience, that women have a better memory than, than many men. And so we were also hoping that she might remember um, some of the, um, the names of some people that might have visited uh, when she was uh, you know, visited, like, like 
clients, you mean? Well, uh, so there's like us. Uh, there's often uh, groups of uh, people doing some archaeological research, and, uh, and uh, we were hoping to uh, to see if she may have remembered some particular names of other archaeologists that have come by. Other archaeologists. Um, I'll ask her. Um, you have uh, you give you gave him a card for the hotel, right? Um, I will try to call. Uh, or leave a message later tonight. Thank you very much, Mr. Hinges. I really appreciate it. Right. Okay. So we'll head back for lunch. Right, you meet up. Meet Brian. Yep, you get you get the information. Uh, it's some very interesting information. So it sounds like our uh, our friend, Director Hadley, um, either did not have... It's, it looks, it appears well. that he did not have the information... Um, they, they so perhaps it. talking to John Beckwith, which we were planning to do anyway, right. is the most logical next step. Yeah, I mean, this this newspaper was actually, this article was published in 1920, right? Mm-hmm. And they purchased it in 1920, so maybe the Beckwith sold it because of this. It's a very likely possibility. Well, we, we could, uh, it's definitely worth talking to Beckwith. Okay. Uh, how are you going to try to find Joseph Beckwith? Um, the public directory has all the... Public directory. Um, okay. Living people? Yes. Uh, you can find a, well, a telephone directory? Yeah, you can find the address where, an address for Joseph Beckwith. It's, it's uh, 1021 Hill Street, if you care. So, are the two of you going to go, or do you want to wait for? This this may be not a bad time to call it either. I think it's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Until next time, then.